0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Obibiter State of the Union podcast. We have reached the halfway point of the 2040 season. Uh, We will take a look at standings, um, records, uh, see if there's any big games coming up, Um, look at the injury report, and take a look at the playoff picture. So starting off as usual with the Browns. At the halfway mark of the season, the Browns are 6-1. Um, in the second quarter of the season, the Browns picked up a victory in Week 5 over the Dolphins. Uh, they lost at home to the division rival Ravens. Um, beat the Bills, the Cowboys, um, to round out their second quarter of the season so three and one through that quarter um pretty much right where they left off after the first quarter uh with that loss to the Ravens being the lone blemish on their record to this point um looks like it was a pretty decent game Ravens won that 30 to 24 um at six and one I don't imagine the The Ravens are probably the second-place team in that division, but I'm sure the Browns have that division under control at this point. Um, Coming up in the third quarter of the season for the Browns, uh, they'll have divisional home games against the Bengals and Steelers, and before that, they'll go on the road to Washington to play the Washington football team. Uh, And then in Week 12, they have a... Road date in Kansas City with the Chiefs. And then in week 13, have a road game in New York with the Jets. Um, so in a stretch for the Browns that uh, maybe if the Steelers and Bengals can pick up victories over them, could impact that division. But I'm more than willing to bet that they'll pick up wins over those two teams. Um, so probably the highlight matchup of this quarter of the season for the Browns would be the matchup with the Chiefs. Um, just off the top of my head, I think I remember from the standings that right now the Browns and Chiefs are one and two in the playoff seeding. Um, so that could, could have some implications there. Um, and then of course, in week 13, they go on the road against the Jets. Um, if I remember right, the Jets are not having a great season, so that would probably be another easy victory for the Browns. Um, so a good stretch to kind of test the Browns coming up through the third quarter of the season. Um, moving on to Kansas City. And the at the halfway point, the Chiefs are four, two and one. Um, starting off the second quarter of the season, they picked up a home win over the Raiders, um, and a much needed divisional win. Uh, Then they traveled to New Orleans, picked up a win over the Saints. Um, It was a 26-21 victory, so that was a really good game. Uh, The highlight of this quarter of the season for the Chiefs was their home game against the Broncos uh, that ended in a 24-24 tie. Um, Those two teams happened to be, at the time, tied at the top of the division, so Um, before the tie scenario. uh, Whoever won that game was going to be the leader in the division. Uh, So apparently both teams decided that they just wanted to stay tied. Um, Week 8 was the Chiefs' bye week. Uh, Coming up in the third quarter of the season, uh, the Chiefs have a divisional home game with the Chargers. Um, They lost the first meeting in L.A. Uh, So a victory here would be very helpful um I believe at that point in the first game the Chargers were undefeated or only had one loss I believe since then they've kind of picked up a few more losses and have a I believe at the halfway point they were four and three um so a victory over them would be huge uh week 10 the Chiefs have a road date in New England with the Patriots followed by a road date in Denver with the Broncos um after the you know, aforementioned tie, this game has a lot of significance for the division, um, depending on what happens in Weeks 9 and 10 for the Broncos. Um, if they lose a couple of those two games and the Chiefs happen to win those two weeks, uh, that could put the Chiefs in the driver's seat come that matchup with the Broncos. Or if things go the way they usually do and the computer keeps the records pretty well, you know the same. Uh, that game is huge for the for uh, probably deciding the division going forward. Uh, and then in Week 12, the Chiefs have a home date with the Browns, and then in Week 13 have a road date with the Raiders. Um, so for the Chiefs, a lot of division games in this quarter of the season, um, plus a couple of big matchups with AFC rivals, the Patriots and Browns. Um. So this is a pretty important stretch for the chiefs. We'll see how they see how they come out of it. Um, and for all three teams, injuries could play a role in deciding some of these games, and maybe they don't. Um, there might be talent to you know cover any injuries or loss of production from certain players. Um, but we'll take a look at all that after we're done looking at standings. Uh, moving on to the Patriots. Uh, through the first half of the season, the Patriots are four and three, um, after the last three or four years, probably this is a little, a little bit shocking, especially with Thornhill as their quarterback, uh, you know, the last two years, especially the, you know, Brent or Patriots have been almost unbeatable throughout the regular season. So to see them at four and three is a little bit shocking, um, I do know at times they can struggle with you know salary cap issues, so maybe they lost some players over the offseason and are just trying to get some young players some experience and they're just not quite there yet. Um, in the second quarter of the season, the Patriots had a home date with the Cardinals. that was a loss. Um, it was thirty-one twenty-eight 31-28 Cardinal victory, so it was a close game. Um, you hate losing home games, but Cardinals are... Or have been the last couple of years, you know, kind of the right up there with the Packers as the cream of the crop in the NFC. Um, so, no, no real shame in losing that game. Um, they followed that up with a home victory over the Rams, had their bye week in Week Seven, and then a picked up of a victory over the Bengals in Week Eight. Uh, looking at the third quarter of the season for the Patriots. They will go on the road to the Jets for a divisional game, have that home game against the Chiefs, uh, will travel to San Francisco to play the Niners, travel to Miami to play the Dolphins, and then have a home game against the Bills. So, division-wise, pretty big stretch coming up here for the Patriots. Um, plus that game against the Chiefs, those are usually... Usually pretty tough games either way. Um, Patriots may have a slight edge in victories, but it's it's been, of the AFC's three teams, their matchups have been probably the closest as far as wins-losses. Um, with that earlier loss to the Dolphins at home, that Dolphins matchup could be pretty big for the division, as could the Jets and Bills. Um, we'll take a look at their division and see kind of where everybody's at there. Um, coming up in the third quarter, they'll have, well, actually this is the third quarter. Um, so important in the third quarter for the Patriots. Um, so far it looks like for all three AFC teams, third quarter is kind of going to be possibly a defining, you know, Set of games for the season for those teams, um, especially with the matchups between the Chiefs and Browns and Patriots and Chiefs. Um, when we look at the playoffs, we'll kind of see how those games may affect seating and who's going to be who could be where. Um, so moving on over to division standings, um, as I said, six and one. I'm sure the Browns are leading their division, probably pretty comfortably. And they, they are they're one to two games up on the Steelers. Um, and then the Ravens and Bengals don't really look like they're proving much of a threat this year. Um, I don't remember if they've played the Steelers already. And if they won that game, they may have lost that game. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, Browns look to be in pretty good position to once again win their division. Um, moving on to the AFC West, um, as I said, Chiefs Broncos are tied at four two and one. Um, so that third quarter matchup in Denver was going to be a pretty big game. Could decide that division. Uh, and then the Chargers and Raiders are both both behind them. As I said, at the halfway point, Chargers were four and three, Raiders were three and four. Um, and KC's already got a victory over the Raiders, have a loss to the Chargers. Um, so that first that week, week nine matchup in in LA could could be a pivotal one as well. Um, so by no means is the AFC West decided, and even if who wins, whoever wins the Chiefs Broncos game. You Know depending on how the rest of the season goes, that team may not necessarily be the winner of that division. Uh, moving on to look at the Patriots, uh, that division is pretty even as far as records go. Um, so at this point, no, nobody's leading the division. Um, but at three and four, at the halfway point, the Patriots are kind of in a tenuous spot looking at the playoffs. Um, They're by no means out of their division, but depending, looking at the rest of the AFC, they are not in a very good position as far as making the playoffs. Uh, If the playoffs finish right now, the Browns and Chiefs would be the one and two seeds. The Broncos would have the first wild card spot, um, due to having the same record as Kansas City. Um, Looks like the Brooklyn Bulls are leading the AFC South, so they would be the three seed. Uh, And then at this point, the Dolphins would be the winner of the AFC East, so they'd be the four seed. And like I said, the Broncos would have the Five seed, uh, and then it looks like the Steelers would have the six seed. Uh, so those would be your six playoff teams uh, at this point. That leaves the Patriots on the outside looking in. Um, although, as I said, we're only halfway through, so lots more football to go. Um, I want to say that it's you know kind of exciting to see the Patriots in this position. You don't really want to wish one of the users to you know not make the playoffs it's definitely a weird position to see the Patriots in the way they've kind of been pretty dominant throughout most of the franchise through the regular season um, so we'll see if they can pull it together and get into the playoff picture by the end of the year uh, moving on to the NFC looking at the Packers and Panthers starting off with the Pack. They, through the first half of the season, were 5-1-1. Kind of like the Chiefs, their their tie was a division game. Uh, It was also at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, So that could play a role later in the season. Uh, They followed that matchup up with a home win over the Colts. Uh, They then traveled to Washington and lost to the Washington football team. And then they also had their bye week in Week 8. Looking at the third quarter of the season for the Packers, uh, they will travel to Minnesota for that return game in Week 9. Hopefully it doesn't end in a tie this time. Uh, Week 10, they will travel to Houston to take on the Texans. Week 11, they've got a home division game with the Chicago Bears. Week 12, they'll travel to Philly to play the Eagles. And then week 13, they've got a home game against the Cowboys. Um, so through this stretch, two division games for the Packers against the Bears and Vikings. Uh, out of those two games, the Vikings game is the more interesting one because of the tie earlier in the year. Um The Bears game will be the first time those two teams have played. So, they've got a... they'll have a return matchup in Chicago later in the year. Um, Don't really know yet if that'll have any significance or not. I would guess by the time it rolls around, probably not. Um, As usual, I would imagine the Packers are probably in control of their division um, and will probably end up the winner at the end of the year. Um... Really the only other, I'm not real sure how the Eagles and Cowboys are doing, or even the Texans, so I don't really know if those games are going to be really significant at all in any way. Um, so yeah, the two big games will be the Vikings and Bears through that stretch. Uh, moving on to the Panthers. Through the first half of the season, the Panthers were 5-3. and three. Um... Through the second quarter of the season, they picked up a home win over the Blues in a division division game. Uh, they lost on the road to the Raiders. Uh, one at home against the Blues. One at home against the Falcons, and one at home again or and one at home against the Falcons. Uh, so, th- you know, through the second quarter of the season, they had three division games. They won all three of them. Uh, that should put them in probably in control of that division Um, with their two out of their three losses coming to the AFC West and one to the Cardinals. And like I said, the Cardinals have been one of the tougher teams in the NFC with the Packers the last several years. They've kind of gone back and forth with the one and two seeds. So um, no no real shame there. Uh, The Cardinals probably either – probably kind of started this year and into the next couple of years are probably gonna have some salary cap issues because they kind of loaded up on players uh, and they more than likely won't have enough money to pay them all um, but you know three wins over your division division rivals I'm sure they're in control of that division and we'll go take a look at that now um, Looking at the NFC North at five and one, the Packers are leading that division. Um, they haven't played the Bears yet, and the Bears are the second place team, so that could that could prove to be uh, pivotal. Looks like the Lions are right there with the Bears, so they're. They're both still in contention for the division, but I'm sure the Packers will pull that out. Uh, the Vikings are the last place team in that division. Um, I think from what I've seen, the Vikings are having a little bit of a rough year, so they may not prove much of a threat to the Packers. Um, so it looks like the Packers are once again in a good position to win that division and secure a high high spot in the playoffs. Uh, moving on to the south, uh, the Panthers are leading their division. Like I said, three three victories, uh, two of them over the same team, being the Blues, uh, gives the Panthers that tiebreaker. Uh, then they picked up the victory over the Falcons. Uh, looks like the Saints and Blues are probably the only probably the only two teams that might give the Panthers a run down the stretch Um, but like I said with the two victories over the Blues already that gives the tiebreaker to the Panthers Um, I don't remember how they I don't remember if they played the Saints yet or how that went Um, so games against Saints could prove pivotal and let's just go back and look real quick Yeah, they haven't played the Saints yet, so those two games uh, coming up in the third quarter of the season. I guess I didn't talk about that for either of those teams. Uh, Third quarter for the Panthers, they'll have a road date with the Rams. Uh, They'll have their bye week then in week 10. They'll be the last user team with a bye week. Uh, Then week 11, first matchup with the Saints will be in in Charlotte. Uh, Then they'll have a home date with the Washington football team. Uh, and then a rematch with the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, so a couple of division division games coming up. Um, they already have one victory over the Falcons, though. Uh, and the Falcons are, based on record, having a rough year, too. So they're not really in a position to threaten the Panthers for the division. Um, the Saints, that game will be kind of an indicator of how that division might turn out. Um, I'd give the Panthers the edge since it's at home um, and, you know, giving them two weeks to get ready for it because of that bye week in Week 10. And uh, from what I've seen so far this year, the Panthers' defense is having one, having a heck of a year. Uh, they've got a lot of sacks, and so they... <laughs> They're, they're looking pretty good right about now. Um, so I don't think they'll probably lose that division. Um, I imagine they'll, they might even extend their lead. I think it's only like a game right now. Um, but I imagine they'll probably finish at least two games ahead of everybody else. Um, and like I said, looking at the standings, the Saints are the only team that's really going to push them. Uh, looking at the third quarter for the Packers, uh, week nine... I guess I did talk about that for them, um, so we'll go back over and look at the playoff picture at the moment. And the Packers would be the one seed. Uh, the Panthers are would currently be the number two seed. Um, so that would that would speak of a. Um, NFC championship matchup between those two teams that would be the earliest they would play at that point. Um, let's see after after those two teams looks like the Rams would be the three seed uh, followed by the Eagles as the five or as the four seed. Um, and then if things ended right now the looks like the Bears, Bears and Lions would be the two wild cards, it looks like. Um, there's kind of a kind of a log jam after that between the Giants, Eagles, Niners, and Rams and Saints. Um, kind of the same thing in the kind of the same thing in the AFC too. After the after about the top, you know, four or five teams, it's kind of a log jam as far as Everybody kind of having the same records or right about the same records. Um, so for some of the lower seeds, things are far from determined um, with you know eight more games to go. It'll be kind of interesting to see how some of these turn how some of these games turn out and how that affects things going forward. Uh, moving on to look at the injury reports. Starting off with Cleveland. Uh, Browns, as usual, have no one on the injury report. Uh, moving on to the Chiefs. Uh, in what might possibly be a blow to the Chiefs, uh, their number one receiver, Matthias Wright, uh, apparently is on the injury report with a ruptured disc. He is out for five weeks. Uh, the good news there is that means he'll be back by the end of the regular season, so he would be ready for any type of playoff run. Um, the other injury for the Chiefs is still uh, their young wide receiver, Nicholas Cornick. He's out for two more weeks, so he would be back in time for the uh, matchup with the Browns. Um I think the earliest Wright would be back at this point would be somewhere around week sixteen, maybe uh, fifteen, sixteen, somewhere in there. Um, so hopefully the Chiefs have enough weapons to kind of cover things until he gets back. Uh, they got a young wide receiver in Person Key that you know kind of might be his chance to shine a little bit without Wright ahead of him. Um, and then they got a couple of younger wide receivers and a tight end that, and they're and they've still got strong. Uh, strong might have to step up and you know help carry the team a little bit more. Um, so we'll we'll see how that injury right affects the next you know few games for the Chiefs, considering they've got the Patriots and Browns, and then that matchup with the Broncos. Uh, moving on to the Patriots they have no one on the injury report. I'm looking at the Packers. Packers are injury-free at this point, as are the Panthers. So right now the Chiefs are the only team with any injuries. Um, We'll see, like I said, we'll see how the right injury affects things moving forward. Um, You hope that it doesn't affect things too much and that other players are able to step up and, you know, help, help keep the ball moving offensively. Um, and defensively, you know, hopefully the defense kind of maybe puts a little extra effort in now to help out the offense. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see how that all turns out. Um, so that's the halfway point of our season. Um, some interesting interesting matchups coming up through the next few games um and we'll we'll revisit kind of where things are after this quarter of the season and see what needs to happen down the stretch to maybe see if some teams still have some work to do to get into the playoffs or you know if any other injuries have popped up um so we'll see you when the next quarter rolls around. Um, as always, if you have any questions, leave a message on Anchor, um, or, uh, through Discord, um, or even just text me if you happen to have my number. Um, if not, sorry, not giving it out. Um, anyway, we will talk to you next time.